Hey, it's Danny and Jen, and we are social workers who whine here for another podcast. And Danny's going to go ahead and introduce the wine that we're featuring. So I um, have this lovely bottle of Roussan from the Sierra Vista Vineyards, which is about 30 to 45 minutes away from Sacramento. Um, It is a local winery, and um, they are COVID compliant, and they have um, these clear bubbles, which you can go and take your group of friends or your family, and you can... um, you know, be socially distanced in a safe way and actually enjoy wine. So if you're missing out on wine tasting, I recommend Sierra Vista Vineyards. Um, <clears throat> this bottle that I have is a Roussan. It's 2018. It, um, according to the bottle, according to the label, it is um, warm aromas of butter, honey, vanilla, and peach. It's full-bodied rich with cinnamon and taste notes from oak aging. Um, I did try this when I was up there and it was delicious. Um, that's why I bought it and brought it home. (laughs) Um, so yes, it is a very good one and I definitely recommend checking them out. Be a good one even, uh, in the winter by the fire. Yeah, very much so. Nice. And we are in your living room today. We are. We've got your puppy. My, uh, seven month old boxer. (laughs) You'll hear him in the background. He's active. He, he wants to participate. <laughs> <laughs> Soon he'll be playing with your puppy. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that'll be coming in a week. <laughs> oh, puppy. puppy. Puppy life. Puppy life. Puppy training. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's, it's worth it. It's worth yes, it. Those yes. sleepless nights and right. all the training. The potty accidents. Yes, yes. It's going to be great. It's worth it. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Mm -hmm. Really, um, we just have been so busy. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some some significant... Life changes? Life changes, yeah. Yeah. uh, 2020 was a challenging year, but a good year in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we've both... uh, we both moved. Yeah. <laughs> We've both done some renovations. Right. Um, so anyways, to our listeners, that's what's kind of kept us away. We've really just been um, busy adjusting to our own lives. Right. But um, we have wanted to come and we're back here in 2021, the end of January. So we're excited um, to get this going again. Um, I Jen, feel like the year's going by fast already. It is. It's the end of... We're almost in February. It, that's very true. <laughs> Very, very true. Very true. Um, So, do you want to introduce our topic? Yeah. So, along with our own personal life changes, uh, like Danny was saying, um, we've had professional life changes, as many of of our listeners have had, uh, transitioning from in-person sessions to telehealth. And um, as Danny and I were talking... Um, before this, it's it's been a lot of pros and cons with yeah. the transition. Uh, lots of interesting kind of things have come from it, and uh, I don't even know if 
we're going to be going back to our offices this year or not. Maybe with the vaccine out, maybe we will. Possibly. I actually, um, my lease was up last year um, towards the beginning of, of um, Rona. And we didn't renew it. I didn't renew the lease. I office share with a couple other ladies. And we felt like since we weren't sure what was going to happen and um, we just felt like it wasn't a good time to renew the lease. So um, we actually gave up our office space. So we don't have office space. We all are um, doing our practices from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what about you and your practice? Are you guys... Yeah, we're I have more of a group practice. Yeah. And so we decided to extend our lease to December of this year. Okay. Um with the hopes of going back in. Yeah. Uh but it's also we're just it, it'd be such a pain in the ass trying to transition, especially mm-hmm. we take insurance. I know you don't take mm-hmm. insurance. So having if we decided to go all virtual and give up our office space then we would have to change all of our information with the insurance companies. That's right. And find a new quote unquote address for yeah for mailing and billing and can you use just... your your um home address because I know you can't do a PO box um do you have to put down like a physical you have to location? put down a physical address um even with telehealth becoming more mm-hmm. of a popular thing now you have to put down a physical address and I don't know just in terms of like confidentiality and safety purposes I don't know if I want to put down my home address I agree totally (laughs) I agree I have a PO box for my yeah licensure right yeah I understand right so I don't even I think it just all seemed so overwhelming to even try and start that process that we were like forget it let's just extend and keep our fingers crossed that yeah we can go back in yeah soon yeah. So, is any of the ladies practicing in the office? Nope. Everyone's tele, teleworking yeah. right now or telehealth right now. Yeah. So we're basically just using the office as a hub right now. Yeah. And, and going and collecting mail and. Yeah. Okay. So. I didn't even think about the insurance piece. Yeah. That you have it's to it's. Work huge. With. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody has any suggestions on right (laughs) please message us or comment yeah yeah (laughs) anyway so um yeah so how's how's that how was that transition for you and what's what's Um, been like it's been great in a lot of ways it's been really nice to be able to um be at home and do it from home um you know, I'm, I'm renovating a little bit, doing my office again, but I've done um, sessions from, from the house, and it's really convenient um, in a lot of ways. One, I don't have to commute somewhere. Um, do you hear him snoring? Yeah. <laughs> He's um, finally passed out. <laughs> <laughs> He's played hard. Um, one, just the commute alone is nice, mm-hmm. and then, you know... Um, it's just comfortable being at home. It's mm-hmm. it's my own space versus being in an office and, you know, sharing a bathroom and sharing all those things, you know, that right. you just don't think about. Um, so that part's been nice. I can grab a stack from my own kitchen versus having to pack something or, you know, that piece has been nice. Um, plus, I can reach more clients throughout California. So I have clients now that are 
in other locations that are not just in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice. That part's convenient um, for them as well. Yeah, I think that's been a huge positive Yeah, for the clients, especially with areas that are maybe more... Um, remote? Remote yeah. and, and not as saturated with options of therapists. Mm-hmm. People can kind of, um, with the telehealth, they can look in other cities or towns miles and miles away from them because they don't have to worry about commuting yeah which is that part has been really nice I have have clients now that I would not have had or they may not Mm -hmm. have had therapy like you said or may not have had the option to have different therapists or um so that 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 piece is nice not just for us but for um for anybody that's looking to do therapy yeah um I myself was looking and I didn't want someone local just because our community can be pretty small. Right. And so I had found someone in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but I've, I've liked it. Um, but there are challenges with it that I find. Um, as I was telling you earlier, I th- we were chatting before we started recording um, just briefly, but I find it can be a little more tiring and a little more um, draining because... We're not physically in the same room, even though you're video um, chatting with someone, you can see you can see their face, but you can't read the entire body language. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if someone might be anxious and tapping their fingers or their right. feet or fidgeting. Um, so I find myself having to cue in a little bit more and I'm not getting all of the senses that you would get when you're sitting in front of someone. It, so it's kind of takes that away. Um, but I think it I think that with that, just spacing out clients more, taking a little bit more of a break um, has been good or, or just spacing them out because um, I find back-to-back can be overwhelming for me. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, it can, it can be pretty draining. Um, I think with my new clients, it's a lot easier to, to – or excuse me, with my old clients, it's a lot easier to – Older meaning I saw them in person prior right? to and then they transitioned yeah. over to me via telehealth, but it's easier to to know their cues the yes because I know them yeah already, you've had right? a rapport with them but my new clients yeah it's it's much more difficult and I let them know right off the bat you know like there is this barrier and yeah. I'm not going to be able to pick up on things as quickly as I would if you and I were in person mm-hmm. and so I just encourage you to. Um, you know, speak up and say, you know, if you need a minute or, you know, just kind of Mm -hmm. acknowledge what's going on for you Mm -hmm. and your body. If you do, if you are twitching your leg or shaking (laughs) a little bit or, you know, if there's something going on, invite me in to kind of, to learn that about you as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I also think with us having a screen as kind of a barrier, Mm -hmm. It's it can be much easier to zone out. That's true, <laughs> and I feel really horrible saying that, but um, it can just kind of get mundane, and like the tone is just you know, it's not the same when you're talking to someone not. in person. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, it's fighting. It's easier. You have to focus. Right. Focus more. Yeah, you have to focus more. You have to focus more. And yeah. we talked about like, um, you know, if I I'm thinking about getting. Um, 
the desks that stand up. I can't remember what they're called. Standard desk or standard desk or something. Anyway, you can you can raise the desk yes. so that you can go from sitting to standing. <laughs> um, just because it's so hard, like you're saying, to go back to back with yeah. clients for that long. I mean, I'll have like seven clients in a day. And oh my goodness. And it's just back to back and just sitting there in front of the screen. So if I could stand up and move around, that might help a little bit. Yeah, well, it's probably really good for your posture, too. Right, yeah, there's that. Um, But you're right, just the attention, being able to focus better. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it is, it is, that can be a challenge for Mm -hmm. sure. That can definitely be a challenge. Um, I um, had to learn very quickly to, you know, close my emails um, and not have that open in the background Mm -hmm. for when I'm doing stuff because... um, I'm a supervisor for another position and I would get emails constantly uh, from yeah. staff and I had to learn to turn that off because I would get distracted and then try to have to refocus again. So, you know, learning these little tips of don't leave anything else on in the background because you're, yeah. that can pull away from me, from me because I'm already right um, needing to focus more. Yeah. And I think for us, you know, along with that distraction, we don't have kids. We don't, we don't really have a family. So. Right. That has been, I think, really easy and a positive for us in transitioning home. Yeah. But I cannot imagine for the clinicians that have children have children, and then have to do the distance learning. And then how are they, like, you know, keeping right. their space separate and right. um, I, no distractions? I know a colleague who set up her office in her bedroom. Um, and that was, like, the only space that she could yeah. have. I know someone converted a closet and really decorated it really nicely yeah. and like did made it really pretty and you can't tell from the screen but it is a closet. Right. Um, <laughs> Give me the furthest away from all the activity <laughs> in the house. Where's um, the storage room? <laughs> right. What can you do? Um I did when I got Benny um being a puppy that was challenging because he would whimper and bark and then yeah. especially when we were learning like potty training um that would be terrible during. And then when he's got the zoomies and he wants to run around. And so learning, you know, he goes in the crate when I have session. Um, he goes out. We make sure he gets some exercise. He has to go to the bathroom. We have to do all those things before we start session. But even periodically, he'll bark. And fortunately, my clients are amazing and they like dogs or they at least humor me and say they like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're okay with it. And they actually, I think it kind of makes me a little more human for mm-hmm. them because they get to see him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, whenever he gets a little rambunctious, I will let him out. Um, and they'll get to see him. And I think they like that piece. And every mm-hmm. now and then when he's in the crate and he's quiet, they'll ask. Um, I have a few clients that do ask and, yeah. and it's kind of cool cause they'll share about their animals and their pets. And mm-hmm. so we kind of connect on a different level versus something that we wouldn't have done in the office. Yeah. Um, we might've just shared like, oh yeah, we have pets or something like right. that. But, um, so being in home, it's, um, created a, a dynamic where it can be a more personal. Yeah. Even just you seeing their space where they're at yes. can be kind of telling about, oh, yeah. That might make sense, like what they bring up in session. Yeah. You know, yeah. Depending on what their space looks like or Yeah. Um or even like you're saying, it feeling more maybe personable to the client because they can they can see our space. I know my clients have commented on 
oh, I see your books back there. You really like to read or... <laughs> Um, yeah, the way my office is set up, you could, I keep my door open so you can see down my hallway and they can see some things on my hallway or on my, in my hallway on my wall, um, or my dining room table in the background. And so they've mentioned that and I'll just invite them to, yeah, this is, this is my space. And I think it does. It makes us look more, more human, human. And, yeah. and, yeah. um, I think it's. I think it's helped to kind of like create a more like richness in the yeah a little more intimate yeah relationship too yeah 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 that part's good I I I get apprehensive though I don't like to share too much of my personal life because it's not so much about us it's more about them um, on the receiving end so I I try to be cautious but there have been times especially during home renovations when I've had to sit at the dining room table mm-hmm. um, to do it or have had to move around like I if the dining room was blocked off and being re- renovated than it was the living room. So right. clients have seen parts of my house <laughs> that I would not normally share. Fortunately, the office is almost up and running and I am using it now. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was a little uncomfortable for me at first, to be honest with you, to mm-hmm. share that much of my space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could, I could totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, now you're, you're just invited into my entire life. Right. Um, right. So that part, that part, but, but, you know, you make it work and, and they're being open with us and yeah, showing us their life. And in a way I've had, um, clients that have, um, moved around in di- during different sessions in mm-hmm. parts of their house. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah. that part's been, that part's been good. Um, connection, internet connection. Oh God. Right. That's a challenge. That's, that that can irritate my soul real quick. Oh, that deep, huh? Yeah. You know... Pretty deep. Because <laughs> everyone... <laughs> well, so much of the working force has moved to um, tele, telework. Mm-hmm. And then we've got students that are moved to teleschool. Right. I don't know if that's a thing, teleschool. But moving their yeah. school to online right, now. Right, um, And just everybody's using the yeah. internet. So... At first, it really slowed down my connection. I had to upgrade my internet provider and all that. Yeah. I'm not good with the tech terms, but I had to upgrade and change it because it was not working anymore. Well, and I think, too, like, you know, I have some clients that live out in the country, and so their reception isn't really that great anyway. Yeah. Or um, they're trying to get privacy, Yes. You know, because they're having to do therapy at home At now. home, right, when and their so, family's there. Yeah, maybe they're sitting in their car and reception isn't that great. Yes. Or they're driving somewhere else or... Yes. I mean, so there's all these different things and, and I've had to really learn to be patient and... But the glitches yeah. are so freaking frustrating. Yeah, or they are. when, you know, what they're saying isn't matching up on the screen because there's a delay or... Right. The screen is pixelated. Like, I literally just have to do a little woosah and just, (laughs) (laughs) just, you know, tell myself, like, everybody else is experiencing this, too. There's nothing we can do about it. Right, right. It just is what it is. But, yeah, it's that is a super big frustration. Because it's never, I don't feel like it's ever consistent. No. Like, I don't ever have a day where I have, (laughs) like, just consistently clear, beautiful I don't think that's a thing. Clients that I can see, <laughs> and we're on, 
on, you know, point with what we're saying and what's coming up on the screen. It's just, ugh. It is, it is frustrating. Irritating. Yeah. I've had to switch to phone a few times. Mm. Um, just on the receiving end where a client just has not had the ability. So they had to go out to the car and it just was yeah. not good. So we just switched. Um, I will not see a client that's driving. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had that issue. Have you? I have. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> oh, my. No. I have done clinical supervision while driving. Um if it's not super far. Yeah. Um, because we're not looking at each other the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So that's okay. a little bit different because it's, it's not therapy. Right. Um, so I have done that or vice versa. My supervisee has been driving. Um, so we just kind of check in because it's a requirement that we have to see each other. But then after that, um, it's fine to just... But therapy, I will not. I have yeah. had, I have had um, oh clients that I've had to say, you know, I can't see you. Yeah. I can't, I can't see you right now because, not that I can't physically see you. I can't see you because it's unsafe. Right. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I haven't had, I haven't had that. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else? What are some other... Some other things that we've um, come across moving to telehealth. Yeah, I know, like, I do have some clients that really appreciate it mm-hmm. and enjoy it, enjoy the flexibilities, as, like, you've listed earlier um, when we first started the podcast. Um, you know, that they can be at home, they're more comfortable, yeah. Uh, yeah. they don't have to worry about commuting or driving anywhere, Yeah. Um, especially if they're working from home, they don't have to get up and go, you know. But um, I also have a handful of clients that are just chomping at the bit Mm -hmm. to get back in person. And I am, too, especially for EMDR purposes. Oh, yes. I'm really hesitant to do EMDR via telehealth. And I know they say you can do it and there's different things. And I do some parts of it. But um, for the most part, like, that's stopped. And that really sucks. I... um transitioning to telehealth to do emdr there's the emdr remote there's you know like um the bear hug method there's different things that people can do um that can be effective that are effective um but it's not the same as being in the office with someone it's just not right um maybe i just need to be doing more of it so i can get more comfortable with it personally um but people I know other clinicians that are doing it and they mm-hmm. and they're doing it successfully. Yeah, there's good results. Yeah. And the little bit that I've been dabbling in it, it's been okay. It's mm-hmm. been fine. It's just me being more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm just apprehensive. Just right. you know, um just feels kinda weird. Yeah, and I think it's just my uncomfortable uh-huh. being uncomfortable more yeah. than the client. Because the client's fine, they trust us. Right. Um, which is great, you know, because yeah. we're but it's just, um, yeah, yeah, getting, you know, what happens if something goes wrong in session? How do you ground? You just do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I just tell my clients, like, you know, I want to be back in session too, and I hope we can get there soon. And, um, but right now, there's, I mean, it, technically, like, we can go back. Mm-hmm. We can. Mm-hmm. Um, just our board, the BBS, you know, there's so many requirements. Nobody, 
or restrictions, I should say. Nobody can wait in the waiting room. You have to stagger out sure. your clients. You have to sanitize in between each one. We've got to wear masks, and I just don't... That's probably the biggest thing yeah. for me that, that I won't go back just right. yet because I don't want to wear a mask in session. I'd rather see someone through telehealth. Yeah. With a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to... You know, you look at someone's eyes, and you can you can read, mm-hmm. um, pick up on some things, but you don't get the whole face. Right. So, do you wear shields, so you can kind of see the face. I just can't. Yeah, I. I can't. I don't. I, I. So you know, both of us have other jobs where we do wear masks and are in person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you at the ER, me and me in the jail, like, and we wear masks and we do it successfully. Yeah. But I think those interactions are much shorter than an actual therapy session that could be an hour long or right. longer. Um, and it's just, I, I can't make myself yeah. do it. I, I don't, I, yeah. And also the risk, like, you know, especially if our own business, there's much higher liability. I don't know that I want, it's like you're saying, like we, both, we work in high risk settings. You at the jail, me at the ER, yeah. right? We're around people. Yeah. Um, you inmates, me patients who are COVID positive, and so we have yeah. some exposure. And so I don't know that I also want to risk my clients to that sure. in my personal, you know, my private practice. Sure. Um, and I don't know that I want to put myself in another environment where I'm risking that, you know, staying with with somebody in session for that long. Yeah, that's you know, very true. All day. So. I, I don't know about you, but I have had clients that know where I work and they're still wanting to go back yeah, so, me too. Me too. but it's too. I think it's up to us to be yeah. responsible and say no like right um I yeah and I think the biggest thing for me is I just don't want to wear the mask and do therapy sessions right. so I, I would rather see you through yeah. a screen than yeah. try I don't know what that would be like to do yeah therapy with a mask so if any of our listeners do it Give us some feedback on what that process is like for you, and or if if you're a client on the receiving end, what that's like for you as right. a receiving therapy um, in person. But yeah, I do I do miss it. Um, I at, at first I was thinking, oh, I don't think I'm ever gonna go back to the office. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like it. I I do also find that I'm much more on top of my notes mm. when I'm in the office I'm scheduled to be there I'm right I here at home I get distracted very easily you know I'll go do something else I'll go do laundry I'll make dinner I'll play with the dog and the notes will take a lot longer than they should yeah it uh, there's something to be said about the structure yes that the office provides of you having to treat it like yeah I got to get there like an eight to five or whatever and the structure that it provides um yeah yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, I'm drained, and yeah. I the last thing you want to do is notes. Don't want to do notes. I hear you. <laughs> there is a um, there is a clinician group that meet, um, and they just start so early because um, it's East Coast time, and they um, they meet Saturday mornings, and every morning, every Saturday, the lady that puts it together, she'll send a message. And I'm still in bed. It's like six in the morning, oh, and, and no. on a Saturday is when no. I like to sleep in. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not. So happening. I every time I'm like, okay, because I usually and do like for get fun. A, they do this. No, it's for accountability. Just 
to be accountable. So you get on and you check in with the other clinicians like, hey, you know, I'm going to be working on notes today or I'm going to be working on my business plan today oh or whatever. It's just accountability. It's just really that. On a weekend. Well, I mean. I don't want to be accountable on a weekend. <laughs> well, I mean, we could start one weekday. I mean, <laughs> it's just um, accountability. And I think that the concept is really good. It's just the timing has not worked out for me yet. Mm-hmm. One of these days, I keep telling myself, I will get up Yeah. at 6 a.m. And Let do me know this. when you do that. <laughs> you going to join me? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going I'm to point my finger at you and laugh and tell you I'm still in bed. Whatever. That's me. <laughs> but no, they... I'll be proud of you, though. Thank you. I <laughs> um, no, but that's something that they've created to get their things done, and I, cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, that's good. They're very responsible. They're a much better person than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So things like that people do put in place too, cause they struggle too. It's not just us. Yeah. Yeah. But work groups, time to, time to set aside to do those things. I just, I'll put it in my calendar. Like, okay, you're going to do notes from this time to this time. And yeah, it just doesn't happen. Not so much. Not so much. So Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, um, anything else about telehealth? Any positives, negatives that you can think of that we haven't covered? I don't think so. It's just it's just crazy crazy times right now. Yeah, for everybody. And do you think um, you will always offer telehealth? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I will incorporate still working from home. enjoying those perks um and maybe just have one designated day in the office Mm -hmm. for clients that want to be seen in person and that you might emdr clients but yeah absolutely i mean i do really i i think there's i think there's more perks more positives to the telehealth yeah than negative and i was kind of exploring it even before covid yeah me too really know like I think I think we had both actually started because we were practicing with each other on does this platform work? Does this platform work? That's right. That's right. Like a month later, COVID happened, so we were kind of already. Yeah. We had already kind of chosen our platforms and how we were going to do it. Yeah. Um. So I do feel kind of fortunate in that way because we were sort of ahead of the game, in in some ways. Right. Um. But yeah, looking back, we actually were practicing yeah. with each other. And I was That's like, does right. this platform work? About that. Okay, let's try this platform. That one did not work. <laughs> yeah. So I think I had you and my sister on at one time trying to get mm-hmm. multiple people in that could be in different locations. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll... So you'll continue it too? I will continue. And I um, <clears throat> I don't know how much office time I will do, but but there will be clients that definitely want office. Yeah. So I'll definitely incorporate that. Um, like you said, for the EMDR patients, that as well. Um, and just for me, maybe those will be my charting days where I do my notes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I, I yeah. haven't, we looked at um, the ladies that I office share with, we had looked at office space um, probably in the summer of last year. And no one was ready, so we kind of just gave up on mm-hmm. that for the moment. I guess give up's not the right word, but we put it on hold. Um, so I, I contemplate, and I contemplate whether I will office share with them or if I want to do 
my own space or what that's going to look like. It just makes sense to office share because I'm not always in the office so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I think that's something that's going to change too. And I think like property managers mm-hmm. um, or, you know, just owners are going to have to be more creative and maybe allow more subletting. Yeah. Um, I know that's... I've had some challenges with my my property owner. Mm. Um, and he's, I mean, we kind of got into like a, a tat and he was like, well, you're trying to take business away from me because I have empty spaces and mm. you're trying to sublet. So now you're trying to be the property owner. And I'm just thinking like, man, it, you're going to have to get creative because with the times and now clinicians can do telehealth and yeah. I think the the demand is there. I think the clients like it yeah. better. I think they like that, that yeah. option, right. To do that. And so I think there's going to be more office sharing. I think there is going to be, um, more kind of subletting mm-hmm. demand that comes up. And I think, I think it's going to kind of change even that side of the business world a little bit too. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <coughs> I agree. Um, yeah. And there, there are those spaces that are popping up or that started popping up before COVID where you would just go into a space and rent right. out for a few hours, or a something. few hours. Yeah. yeah. Or if you had the whole day or whatever, and they mm-hmm. set it up to where you could have, you know, an open workspace or a closed confidential workspace or whatever. So those might be coming yeah. more popular. Yeah. Um, and those would actually be perfect for um, days where I'd want to go in and do office space. I think for me though, I would want it to be a consistent space so that the clients knew for sure where to go versus some, something new and stressful right. every time. Yeah. We're not floating around. Yeah. That would yeah. cause me so much anxiety and I can't yeah. imagine what it would do for clients. Right. The stress of having to yeah. go to like, Oh, today we're on the third floor and next week we're on the eighth right. floor. I can't know. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. So yeah. to our listeners, that's been our experience with um, transitioning to telehealth during COVID and some of the challenges that we've we've come across. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Mm-mm. Oh, you know what? One one thing I will say before we before we finish is um, making sure our clients are are where here in California because we're not allowed to. Oh right right right. Um, yeah. Provide outside of here, but. You know, I think BBS allows us for certain situations um, to be flexible on, on things. But, you know, if someone's out of state, we mm-hmm. can't, we're not licensed to practice in those states. So right, ensuring that they are a California resident, that they are going to be in California. Yeah. Um, and making sure we have to incorporate that in our notes. And um, yeah. Yeah, there's been some interesting things about that, too. Um, making sure we document the address, where they're at, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's something I always tell my clients too, is if you're going to change location, because you have that flexibility now, you know, yeah. if you're going to change location, you just need to let me know. Because if there's an emergency during our session, I need to know where you're at. Yes. So, and that's the biggest thing yeah. is to know where someone is just in case there is an emergency. Right. Right. Yeah. So many little things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. Good chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well... Until next time, cheers. Check out that wine that that Danny uh, introduced. Yes, check Check them out. Sierra Vista Vineyards. They're in um, El El Dorado here in California. Good uh, um, 
good options with the COVID and all that. Yeah, yeah. That their setup is good. So their setup is good. the The Check people were super friendly. Um, nice. I ended up joining their wine club. <laughs> so and I liked all of their wine, white and reds. <laughs> that's that's good. Usually, like one wine one winery is good on just reds or just whites. But if they, you know, if you yeah find a winery that has both, that's yeah. It's like a gold mine. Right. So, yeah. Cool. All right. All right. We will uh, talk to y'all later. Bye.